Hi, Jillian. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm good. I was just telling you, I got my first MRI last night. Such a big girl. It was wild. Um, And apologies to the listeners. I'm a little under the weather. So if I sound a little froggy. And I'm eating breakfast, but I will meet myself when I choke because that's gross. Yeah, Ryan hates that. I know people are like, I think on the Workaholics podcast, they were like, why do people not like that hearing people chew? And I was like, it's just disgusting. (laughs) But some people don't mind it at all. I don't mind it. Yeah. Congrats on our 10th episode, Jill. Oh my God, look at us. It really reminded me of a quote from your basketball team growing up. Don't talk about it, be about it. <laughs> what yes. Was that like a famous quote that they stole? I don't know. But then Busta says it in Pesce Gavassier. We loved it. Oh, like right at that time. How old like, were you when that song came out? Like sixth grade, seventh grade. We loved it. What's the line? Do you remember? Like what he, he's like, don't talk he about says, it, don't be about it. don't talk about it, be about it. I don't Go, know. Give me some Gavassier. <laughs> I don't know in what context, but we, he loved that song, Colin. What is that? It's on SNL when uh, Will Ferrell's like the fraternity guy. And oh. I, I forget the song. Is it Don't Stop Believing? I don't know. But they talk about like a fallen frat brother and Will Ferrell says to Colin. Um, Joost? No. Um, Quinn. Colin Quinn. He loved that song, Colin. So also a lot of people say that to my husband. That's, I thought you were saying that's something you say to your husband. And I was like, I don't know this quote. Oh, oh my goodness. So many things to dive into. But, Go uh, for it. Uh, well, this is quickly becoming a Kelsey Ballerini update pod. But multiple people have texted me and be like, I didn't know who these people were until you. And now I do. So I just want to get And now my related. Instagram feed is like flooded with it. So thanks, um, Apple and, you know, whatever. Um, what is it called? Instagram? No, but um Meta? What's it called? What the algorithm. Thanks yeah, to the yeah, algorithm yeah. for listening to us. Okay, so I'll just give a quick update on where we are and then I have a question for you. So last time we talked, she was gonna go on the Call Her Daddy podcast, Kelsey Ballerini, country singer. She did. She spilled some tea. I wanted to just follow up with you on the legal aspect, which was um I'm not you- a legal authority, do not accept what I say as legal. <laughs> no, I just want to explain because last time I, I know, asked but you- just that's my PSA. Yeah. My therapist will appreciate that. She says you're very uh, lawyerly in your speak. I'm very ethical. Um, So she said on the podcast that, you know, they were divorcing. They did have a prenup, she said. But and like they bought this house that they had, I guess, together. But she said, you know, he did make payments on the house, but they weren't equal. Like it sounds like she either made a bigger down payment or she paid more in the mortgage every month. So then when it came time to divorce... His lawyer called her lawyers and they're basically like, he either wants alimony for however much time and you have to go to alimony hearings and like talk about it and figure out the money or he, you, they're going to sell the house and he wants half of what the house cost. And that's, that's what, so that's why he got half the house. Cause she was like, if I do the alimony, this is going to drag on. I'm going to have to like go to, you know, hearings or whatever and sit and talk about this. And her lawyers were like, basically, yes. Like those are your two options. Although I don't get why her lawyers couldn't just be like, no, like, well, I don't know why she's so upset about it, because usually in a divorce, they, you know, when things are split, the the person who makes less money is supposed to be set up in a way that their lives would be the same financially as they would if they were married. Like you're you're set up in the same position. So I don't know why she would be upset that those seem like two good options to me from him. And that seems like the better option that she sold the house and split it with him. I don't. I think because she she's just like, well, I did it. You know, I mean, what it's divorce. It I know it sucks. sucks. I think she thought he was like so sweet and nice that he'd be like, I don't want anything. You know, like, let's just divorce and be on our merry way. Well, it's better that that worked out than having a judge go through everything and tell her what she has to pay him. Then they work it out on their own with their lawyers. But this is funny. So I finally made it to season seven of Real Housewives of Potomac. And in the first episode, Sharice and Robin are talking about Robin getting a prenup with her husband, Juan, because she's basically saying, I'm the breadwinner now. If we get divorced, I don't want him to get half. I don't think that's fair if I made the money. And Sharice is like... That's how she lives. She has a very wealthy husband. They got divorced and now she lives basically off of, I'm sure she does other things, but lives off of uh, palimony, alimony, whatever it's settlement. called. Yeah. So she's like, why? Uh, you're saying I didn't work for those however many years I was married to him? And Robin was like, you didn't. That was his money. He earned that money. 
But she, he got to go off and make that money while she raised their children. He wouldn't I, have made yes. that money if he had to stay home and raise their children. So that's, it's just so funny, the whole alimony conversation and like the ethics of it or what happened. I don't you, remember you know? if it's... Also, Robin looks great in her interview with the long red hair and uh, her blue eyes really look great. Or green eyes. I don't green know hair. if it's... Um at the end of the season of Potomac, if it's Ashley or it's another housewife I'm thinking of, and they this housewife says, why well, after next year, I lose my alimony. So I don't know if it's Ashley. Ashley in the beginning, because she's getting divorced from Michael, says, our prenup said, if you're married for over five years, our prenup's right, basically right, right. like moot, and, or not moot. Oh, they, but talk like, about, they talk about the reunion that she got. Okay, because she's eight years married to him, which I was like, you spent eight years married to this man? Girl, that like flew. Also, her whole thing this season is TikTok dancing and that's great for her. And I went on her Instagram yesterday. She's not good at it. Okay, well, maybe she just likes to do it. Yeah, she's okay. I thought she'd be good from the clips they show. And then you listen to the music and she's always like off by a beat. (laughs) Do you have any more to say about Kelsey Ballerini or do you want to just get into Potomac now? Because Yeah, just quickly wanted to say so... Yeah, she did that whole interview. She kind of, you know, shaded him quite a bit. And she made good points. She's like, we were separated for multiple times. We were in therapy oh. for years. So when he's coming out with these songs being like... I, blindsided. I, blindsided. How did... I didn't know this. She's like, we were literally separated and hadn't spoken before we got divorced. Like, oh. so that's interesting. He yesterday, of course, comes out with a five-part documentary series with CMT that they filmed in August, quote unquote, but now are releasing. When did they get divorced? Well, I mean, it sounds like they didn't August, separate. July, okay. August. So it's just very convenient that now they're putting- He needs in... money. I know, but that the timing is like the week that she's, you know, doing all this, whatever. And then- Well, because uh, she's promoting. So... Yeah. She's going to be on SNL this Saturday. And um, what's the other thing I wanted to say about her? Oh, she like did like, you know, an Instagram, you know, in her stories every once in a while, she'll be like, ask me anything. And people are asking her questions and she writes poems poems and she like showed a poem she recently wrote and it's obviously about chase stokes and it was very like chase stokes is her new boyfriend yeah like we're in love and all this stuff and they've been posting about each other a lot so like i i choose to believe it's authentic but all this timing is just like very and now it's just going to be like i feel like still back and forth with her ex-husband oh and there's a rumor that she cheated on him with the guy from chain smokers which Alyssa sent me our our cousin-in-law is that the chain smoker that Selena Gomez is now dating? Yes. Oh, this guy gets around. But it's alleged and who knows. And they said, it, you know, it was a page six source. And they said, you know, even if she did it, she told the husband at the time. And in one of the songs, she says, I paid for my crimes and I told Ooh. you my secrets or whatever. So who knows? I don't think it's true. And she hasn't addressed it. But I'm like, God, I didn't think this would be such a thing. Is this chain smoker guy like a producer? Does he work with like a lot of people? They did a song together called This Feeling where Kelsey Ballerini sang on it. Like, you know, the Halsey song, it was him singing. And then the other guy in the chain smokers did the the beat. Clark is like buried under pillows right now. And then, you know, Halsey sang on it. They did a song with Kelsey called This Feeling. And they said allegedly in this 2019, they were performing it live, which they did multiple times. And they like hooked up backstage. But she said on the Call Her Daddy podcast that she was very like, raised catholic i think didn't have sex before marriage was very like weird about sex and um you know it wasn't always comfortable for her and i was like oh interesting so i don't know that she's out there throwing her cat around as they say at easy a but my last question on the whole thing is we had a previous podcast talked about anna kendrick being on dax's podcast and kind of talking about her relationship that had gone south and broken up and I think we both cheered her on for being open and honest about it. Yet when Kelsey's talking about this last week, we were both like, oh, she should just be more mature and not say anything. Why Why are we giving Anna Kendrick that grace and not Kelsey Ballerini? What is the difference in your mind? Um, well, I think the difference in my mind is that Kelsey is not talking about how she was emotionally abused and how she has gone to years of therapy and took time out of her life to work on this and time out of her career and how you know, she is explaining specifically how this abuse worked. Also this in the way she, maybe this, you know, she really had a hard time and difficult breakup, but the way that the divorce is playing out is very petty and talking about money. That is different. If, you know, 
if this was a divorce for Anna, Anna Kendrick and she talked about how they were separating things and she, you know, Anna she Kendrick said goes, she paid for the house that he lived in. And Anna Kendrick Anna. isn't posting on Instagram or like getting back at him in songs. I don't know. I don't know. I do yeah. view, view it in a different way, I guess, but I, but yeah. Anna Kendrick's is it's being viewed more upon that something serious happened in their relationship and she was hurt emotionally, you know, mentally. Yeah. I mean, in the podcast on Call Daddy, Kelsey talks a lot about the emotional stuff. And, you know, I don't think he was abusive. And she says that they both, you know, made mistakes. But anyway, I'm fine with it. I'm just like, it's just, I can't believe it's gone on this long. I know. They're <laughs> to the point where we've talked about it for like three podcasts. They're not going to reference it in SNL, right? No, she's not like famous enough to be in a sketch or in like the monologue. Oh, oh she's just the musical guest. Okay. Oh, yeah. Travis Kelsey's the host. Oh, God. Kelsey and Kelsey. Yes. I wonder what they'll talk about. He was the one that won, right? Of the Kelsey brothers on the Chiefs? I don't know. Okay. Um. Anyway, that's my Kelsey Ballerini update. Hopefully the last one. Unless I somehow get tickets to SNL this weekend. Mm. Um. I'm trying to do the standby tomorrow. Uh, yes, he was on the Chiefs. Or is on. Travis Kelsey. Okay. Um. Jamie Lee Curtis? Sure. I um, just wanted to um, talk about Jamie Lee Curtis because she is nominated for an Oscar for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And she has been very present on the awards circuit um, podcast and publicity. And Did not even know she was in that movie until like recently. She is in that movie. Also, you saw that movie? Yes, I watched it in my home. And what are your thoughts? Mm, Not for me. Good, not great. (laughs) Okay. Like, why do people love it so much? And it's winning all the awards. It's very different than like anything. And it's very interesting. These two directors, writer directors, their previous movie um, was, um, had to deal with Daniel Radcliffe, like masturbating to a corpse. Like they're very uh, it was, odd. Was it Swiss Army Man? Yes. Oh, okay. Like they're odd guys. This is an odd movie. Um, nothing to that level. Don't be thinking about that if you're thinking about everyone to watch the movie. It's interesting. It's well done. It's um, it deals with you know the immigrant lifestyle, but also deals with like superhero, natural, unnatural world, like, but mixes them together. It's it's interesting. Not for me, but anyway. So Jamie Lee Curtis is like the biggest cheerleader for. You know, she's supporting everyone in this movie. She goes to all the events. She's being great on the award circuit and she's nominated for an Oscar. She's so chic. So chic. And she um, recently did a podcast for the Hollywood Reporter called Awards Chatter. And she got very nice and emotional talking about how both her parents were nominated for Oscars. And she didn't think that this would mean anything to her, but it really does mean something to her because it connects her with her two parents who were famous actors and reached great heights in their Are careers. Are they alive, dead? No, they're no longer with us. Tony Curtis okay. and yeah. um, what's her mom's first name? But Lee. I can't think of it right now. But I'll look it famous. up. Yep. And um, she got very emotional talking about how she didn't think it would mean something to her and it means so much to her. Like, you know, she doesn't care if she wins. And I truly believe that. And she, at, at this point in her career, like she was the Halloween girl and she was in horror movies and she's in great stuff. We love her. But she just never thought she would be elevated to Oscar-worthy. And she was very excited about that. And she talked on the sag red carpet and got emotional that both her parents were in the union and she's in the union. And she was yeah. wearing one of their jewelry. And she, and I just thought it was so nice. And I just think Jamie Lee Curtis is so nice. And I love her. And my question to you is, yeah. Christopher Guest, her husband, does not go to any of oh these Oh, my events. God. I, that's her husband? Yes. I forget that. Because you she never does, see him. Yeah. And she does reference in the podcast that she just did that he did a movie about this called For Your Consideration about people like vying yes. for awards. And I wondered if you think he'll go with her to the Oscars. No. She has a. She's um, been before. Oh, like yeah. Maybe not nominated, but she has not been. Nominated. She nominated yeah. for supporting? Because she won yeah, the SAG award, right? Yes, she's nominated for supporting. Her mother's she, name is Janet Lee, but Lee Janet spelled Lee. L-E-I-G-H, and yes. she's Jamie Lee, L-E-E. And she's Janet Lee, um, like, psycho, right? Oh, I think like, so. Shower scene psycho. Yeah, like, famous. babe and a half. Yeah. Yeah, psycho, little women. Who was she, little women? But, like, years and years and years ago. Oh, not our 90s little no, women. No, 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 no. Okay, no. okay. 
But anyway, uh-huh. I just thought it was really nice. She has a um transgender daughter, I believe. I don't Jamie? Wanna... Yes. Yeah. Uh who's like really into anime too. Um and like Jamie's your husband? like Yes, very supportive of that. Well, not Mike, my husband, like I think Jamie's daughter like dresses and all that stuff, and my husband doesn't. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But um, You don't know what he does when you're away. He's cosplaying. Anyway, I think Jamie Lee Curtis is so cute and nice, and I'm very happy for her. But remember that meme where she was angry at lunch? No. Oh, she was like at lunch, I think, with one of her kids, and she's like yelling at them with like finger in their face, and it became like a meme. And I think she acknowledged it later on. So like what? I had a bad moment. But I feel like there were there was like a year or two where she was kind of like people well, like, is she mean? She'd been sober for like a long time. She was had a rough, rough, rough time. Yeah. Well, child star. Yeah. Um, Stephanie Shu, who is in Everything Everywhere All at Once, was on the Lost Culture Reese's podcast. And she also was nominated saying, for an Oscar. Yeah. What she loves about Jamie Lee Curtis is they were like doing all this press and awards and I think some of the um, film festivals. And she's like, she'd always be like, OK, done at nine, going home. Like, she's like, her boundaries are insane. Like, we'd all be like, oh, one more drink. Let's go out. Or like, not even drink. Like, let's go get dinner. And she's like, nope, 8.59, leaving. Like, oh, she's like, she was always just like, I'm here to work. So I'm going to get a good night's sleep. And tomorrow I'll be here to work. I'll I'll have a lovely day with you people and have a good time. But like, I'm going to be in bed before 11 and wake up early and whatever. So it was just so funny. She's like, oh, so much respect for Jamie because she just like, yeah. Also, her Jamie Lee's birthday is November 22nd, same as Dacre Montgomery. No big deal. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't watch the SAG Awards. Um, I didn't so either. I saw like a couple of clips and like people who won. I wanted to say uh, Brendan Fraser won Best Actor. Not, not Austin, Austin Butler, Butler. Not Colin Farrell. So know. who knows what will happen at the Oscars? Who knows? Um, but did anything else happen of note at the SAGs? That you wanted um, to acknowledge? Everything, everywhere, all at once when, like, everything they could win. So that's, like, a good... Everything, everywhere, all they won. That's, like, a good omen going into the Oscars. Abbott Elementary won a lot, and White Lotus won a lot. Shouts to Chessie. And... Yes. And yeah. um, I think that's it. We we touched on um some outfits in our, you know, I know, uh, I still family. haven't seen what Claire Foy wore which our sister was very that was her biggest she looked her beautiful. best dressed i didn't yeah. see it was yellow it was like a, a adam s- scott needs a haircut but i'm assuming it's for a role or party down no well, they filmed that already mm. i don't even know if i'm gonna watch it i don't really need to revisit party down years later it'll it's make a me movie sad. or the new a new series it's a series okay. on stars um do you have anything else to say about the sex no, I I just put a question mark to be like, do you want to talk about it? I did just want to talk about the Brendan Fraser one and not Austin Butler and not Colin Farrell. So that's really anyone's trivia game. That's it what is. they used to say at the junction when I do trivia. Um, I want to ask you our Tim Curry question. I saw a thing over the weekend that was like, who Tim Curry is to you or like the first thing you saw him in you know it's just like an indicator of when you grew up and if you don't know who tim curry is fucking google it um but some people are like oh i i always know him as rocky Horror picture show or like that was the first thing i saw him in so we were talking about like what's the first thing we saw him in and we were thinking it is the film the worst witch which is a tv movie came out in 1986 however we are wrong jillian because he is rooster and annie which came out in 1982 (sighs) and i'm sure we saw that very early on in our lives Let's first say neither of us were alive in 82 and 86, so you can't say for certain that. Uh, true, yeah. I guess, but um, I'm, I'm but just we, going in the order of his IMDb of like- We probably saw first. Annie before War Switch, I will give you that. Yeah, and then after that, I think Home Alone 2. I mean, Rocky Horror is in there, but I don't remember seeing Rock, Rocky Horror until I was probably like 12 or something, yeah. and I really wasn't paying attention. Um. He does a voice in Fern Gully, so oh. we are uh, big fans of Fern Gully and watch that a lot. But is that like, yeah, what do you associate him I, with in your oh. mind? I mean, there's many things I can associate with him. Maybe Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah. Obviously, that was a big I, touch point He was so us. scary. So scary in that movie. Um but- I thought Worst Witch was the first thing we saw him in, but Annie, you would be correct. Probably Annie. Um, it makes me think of the show Made. Do you remember this? Of course I did. No, but the episode that references Tim Curry. 
No. Okay. So we used to watch the show made on MTV where it'd be like, it was a good show. It was like yeah. a kid wanted to do something outside of their wheelhouse or comfort zone. So there's one episode with a girl who I think she wanted to be a BMX rider, which were always my favorite. And she was like kind of um, quiet. And I think like did theater at school. She was obsessed with Tim Curry and had like a framed picture of him in her room. And she was like that. She was like young. She was probably like 13. But that was like, she said her Brad Pitt, like her biggest celebrity crush. She had like posters of him and pictures of him all in her room. And I remember we'd be like, Tim Curry, number one celebrity crush crush for that girl on Maid. So I'm surprised you don't remember that. No, I don't remember that. Anyway, who is Leotis and Angelton Jackson? Um, Moving on, Kiki Palmer had her son. (gasps) What? She had a baby boy. His name is Leotis Angelton Jackson, and Leo for short. Kiki, I didn't even know. I think she put up some pictures on her gram. Yeah, so I just want to say congratulations, Kiki. Kiki had a baby boy. Kiki, when was this baby born? Like in the last week or so. Oh my goodness. Little baby Leo. Oh, and um, did we talk we talk about we saw pictures of Rihanna's baby? How cute he is? Um, just like for one second. Okay. On the Rihanna episode. Only 48 hours of being parents, she posted. Obviously, I'm trying to figure out what his star sign is. Not that it matters. It doesn't probably, matter. Probably a Pisces. Um Oh, Kiki, what a what a lady. What a name. Yeah, yeah what a name. Leotis Andrelton Jackson, Leo for short. It should be Palmer. Fuck her husband. <laughs> Give the baby your last name. Ah, Mazel Keeks. Mazel Kiki, happy for you. Yeah, who else is having a baby? Oh, and Paris Hilton released the name of her child, which we hadn't talked about on the pod. Phoenix. Phoenix. Which yeah. they, I saw, I guess she was on Ellen like forever ago. And Ellen asked her like if she had kids, like what she would name them. Like would would it be after cities? Because she's Paris. And Paris was like, yes, I have, like, names already picked out in my mind, and they are, like, places. And Ellen was trying to guess them. And at first it was a joke. She was like, you know, I don't know. Six Flags. Pasadena. Like, you know, something (laughs) stupid or whatever. And then she said Phoenix, and they, like, showed a clip of Paris, like, kind of making a face. And Paris was like, yeah, I don't know anyone who has the name. It's pretty unique. And I'm like, a lot of people have that name. Dorit's daughter. Oh, yeah. So cute. And also, I read something that um, she didn't even tell her mother until like a week after or something. Or her sister. That's insane. I was like, I thought if she'd tell anyone, she'd tell Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. It was like her. she didn't tell anyone. It was just her and her husband knew. But a week after the baby was born, they told me. Right. So like- Not they even, even like a, a week before of like, we have a- I mean, not that they need a baby shower for money or anything. No, but yeah, that they couldn't celebrate at all. I know. I feel like- your mother and or sister would be pissed yeah also how do, i mean i tell everyone everything i don't know how she would keep that a secret that must be very hard anyway and i'm sure it's not just her and her husband no i'm sure like her publicist knew too so that was probably not nice for her mother mm, yeah i get i mean the surrogate knew and the doctors and lawyer, yeah doctors like... knew lawyers knew yeah anyway Anyway, congrats, Kiki. Yeah. Um, uh, let's go into Chris Pine. What do you want to talk about? So Chris Pine is on the cover of Esquire this month. Esquire Soul Magazine. Interesting. I was like, and you're reading it? Who's reading Esquire? I don't know. But anyway, he has a new show on Amazon or a movie about Dungeons and Dragons. Whatever. I'm sure he got paid a lot of money. Anyway, um, I was watching this video of him like for Esquire, like looking at memes of himself and he was laughing and he was really funny and he talked about how Harry didn't spit on him. And I just thought he was very funny. And I was like, I have no feeling Prince Chris Pride. I don't think there's any movie besides Princess Diaries that I like see of his or into the woods. You like? Yeah. But he's like in it for a very short amount of time. You don't watch Just My Luck with Lindsay Lohan? That's probably where I first learned. So my question to you was like, is Chris Pine like a thing? Do you like him? Do you like? I do you think he's a good actor. Do you think he's? I have no. This is like how I felt about Penn Badgley a few weeks ago, where I was like, oh, I'm kind of charmed by him, and I never. Right, cared. I was very charmed by Chris Pine in this video of him looking at memes of himself that he thought was hilarious. And... I mean, I don't know if I think he's a good actor. I'm sure he's he's like fine. Um, I like, my... can't think of anything like movies that he's in he's that Star I Star Trek. See. Like, yeah, no, yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know if I saw Star Trek. I don't know. I don't think you did because I saw it with 
Caitlin, Mike, and Uncle Timmy in the Sheep's Head Bay IMAX when oh, we wow. were like, probably I was 19, home for internships, and you were at school, and Caitlin was living at home. Um, My friend Rich, that's his favorite Chris of all the Chris's. You know, people are like, who's your favorite Chris? Who's the hottest yes. Chris? That's Rich's favorite. So I think of him because he'll always be like, oh, Chris Pine, my guy. I'm, I'm a Chris Evans girl, personally. Um, yeah, I, I think he's fun. I, I've seen him be funny, I guess, in interviews before. But yeah, I don't really care. Like, what do you think is the last thing you saw him in? Into the Woods? Yeah. And I never even finished that movie. Oh. I mean, you've told me what happens. And, you know, I could read about this, the Stephen Sondheim musical, which has been around forever. Yeah, right. I'm not a big Sondheim person. I feel okay. like well, R.I.P. Don't disrespect. Oh, no. He's great. And, you know, um, he was buds with Jonathan Larson. So shouts to that. Yeah. Oh, Chris Pine. I like uh, there used to be a vine where a kid decorated his Christmas tree and he's with his roommate. And he was like, ask me what kind of tree it is. And the roommate's like, no. He's like, ask me what kind of tree it is. And the roommate's like, no, leave me alone. He's like, come on, just ask me. And he's like, what kind of tree is it? It's a Chris Pine. And they zoom in and there's pictures of Chris Pine on the Christmas tree. So that's <laughs> I think when I think of Chris Pine. Because that's, that's the thing like, I would make you do. And you'd be like, like, just leave me alone. I like a Christmas wreath that's Reese Witherspoon. I think Mindy Kaling did that. Whatever. She's canceled. Why? Oh, because Ozempic? Yeah. She's looking so skinny these days. But she hasn't Allegedly, said she's on Ozempic. Know, yeah. Uh, other folks have. Said that Mindy Kaling does Ozempic? Mm-hmm. Who, who's other folks? Again, who, no, alleged. I think like. No I confirmation. Know, a source. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, something I wanted to ask you is, again, I listen to old episodes of Lost Culture Reese's when I need something to listen to when I'm walking Clark, and I've listened to all my podcasts for the week. Wow, I am so behind. I have so many podcasts to listen to. Well, I follow a lot, and then some of them I don't care to listen to every week. Like, I don't always listen to the big picture unless I, like, care about what they're talking about or it's, like, a fun, like, a movie draft. Um, But, yeah. Sometimes, or like Smartless, I don't always listen to unless I like care about the guest. But they have a lot of men on. They need to mix it up. Um. Anyway, but on this old episodes of Lost Culture Reese's, they were trying to guess all the movies that won Best Picture at the Oscars from like years 1997 to 20, 2009 or something. But then they were talking about like what, what won Best Picture the year you were born. And I thought that was funny because we always play the what was the number one song the day you were born game, which I like. Mine was Hold On by Wilson Phillips. Great song. Jillian, do you remember Great yours? song. Yeah. Yeah. I can look it up. I know Caitlin's was Whitney Houston. Um, but I was like, I wonder what the best picture winners were the years we were born and what that says about us. Um, I think it yeah. says nothing about us. Okay. 1988 best picture winner. Do you have any guess? Kramer versus Kramer. The Last Emperor. Oh. Can you name anyone in this movie? No. Yeah, me neither. I know nothing about it. Mine was in 1990 Best Picture, Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, which is very um, controversial. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I know it's, you know, famous. But then I was thinking, I'm like, what was like the best album Grammy winner the year we were born? And like, what are the other fun things we can look up? Um, And I meant to do it earlier, but I forgot. Um, so who won Best Grammy in 1988 for Best Album? You too, Joshua Tree. Huh. Pretty good one. And yeah. th- this is according to Google and Wikipedia, so who knows if it's accurate. 1990 Best Album winner was... Quincy Jones took home album of the year for his blockbuster Back on the Block album. While Roy Orbison posthumously won the Grammy for Best Pop Vocal... For re-recording his classic, Oh Pretty Woman. Anyway, now you know, in case anyone asks you. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't think anyone will be asking me. <clears throat> you never know. All right, before we get into segments, uh, I would like to touch upon Real Houses of Potomac. <laughs> okay. Please, you have the floor. So I finished season six. Very proud of myself. I kind of like blew through the um, re- reunions like, had him on in the background um and now i'm in season seven which just ended but is the current season i made it season six wasn't that good as people said because it was the covid season and it's just kind of dark and sad and i feel like this season's starting dark and sad 
and they're doing a lot of like imagery of people stepping on flowers and flowers dying to represent people's love and i'm like do less bravo calm down the producer is the production company yeah yeah something i wanted to ask you though is i feel like they always come at the reunion for giselle's fashion choices and it's like such a thing I think it's not any worse than the other ladies. I think sometimes her interview outfits are a little like wacky, but like, why do they always come so hard for her? I feel like she dresses like pretty normally. I don't know. I, I, and they're always like, she's the worst, like she's the worst dress out of all of us. I'm like, no, I think you all dress, they all dress insane, but like day to day, but even for reunions, she usually looks fine. She just usually has like a normal dress on of the color of choice. Also, the, the one this year is not. Well, good. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, no. Season six reunion was everyone wear pink, but Robin had like a silver dress on. And that was like, they do. You, I wonder if you have to get it approved. If you have to be like, does this count as pink? I don't know. They probably come with a few options and. Yeah. Take some liberties. I just think it's so funny that they always go in on her for it. And I'm just like, you could go in on her for a lot of things, but who gives? She's not that badly dressed. Anyway, and then in that season, Karen had a vow renewal with her husband, Ray, for 25 years together. And it was still pretty pandemic-y time. So I think it was kind of like, you know, you can only invite a certain amount of people. And then her daughter ended up not being able to come because she was feeling sick and she lives in New York. So they were like, you know, don't come. I wanted to be like, girl, don't wait a year and have it in a year. But Bravo wanted her to have it. For the show. It wasn't of like these value but, like, on... da- but like if you are going to have one, you'd want your fucking daughter to be there. Of right. Anyone. None of these vow renewals on Bravo housewife shows are like what we would think of a vow renewal, like a wedding or like a true meaningful thing between husband and wife and your family. It's just for the show. I know. It's like they always end a season with a party. What if there is no party? They make uh- one. Yeah, I'm like, how did they? Yeah, you like have to have one. It's so right. Bravo says we're going to make one up. Dumb. But they, I'm sure Karen and Ray did that and spent a lot of money on that party. Bravo wasn't paying for it, do you think? Well, I don't think Bravo pays for it, but I think they get a lot paid for, donated, because it's like, we're going to put this on TV, so give me all the alcohol for free and you can put up your alcohol sign or whatever, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I guess so. Um, last thing I want to talk about the season six reunion was Candace. Um, Andy Cohen kind of goes in on her and is like, you know, you're always so reactive and like kind of incendiary in your comments to people how's that working out for you and she's like how how was what andy and he's like your responses to people and that because she you know got in a physical altercation with monique season five and then this season she was like fighting with mia and giselle even said she's like if mia had clocked you that day i would have been like she did kind of like you deserved it almost because of and she just can't admit that she is wrong Candace and she's like I'm just better at shading people than they are but I don't take it too far everyone takes it too far and like da 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 um it's so funny to me when Candace is on these reunions speaking to Andy because Candace in the book like the housewife book not all diamonds and rosé she like talked so much crap about Andy about how Andy didn't care oh he got a haircut he did yes um that Andy didn't care like when she got assaulted by Monique and he's just there to make money for his children and he makes money off these women and but that like that doesn't get talked about then, yeah, she was on um, watch what happens live and she seemed fine with him right and like I'm like that's so rude like to say and but I get do you I feel like she probably thinks she's like all powerful like they can never fire her because yes. she's such good tv but Andy could get her fired in an instant if he wanted to I'm sure also, she probably feels like she can't get fired because of what happened to her with Monique and like they owe her. But or like she true. could sue them for whatever harassment, yeah. but so could any of them probably. Yeah. Um, and then this was the reunion where Nicki Minaj was at. Oh yeah. How do you feel about Nicki Minaj? Uh, I think I like her songs. They're bangers, but I think she's got some issues in her personal life. Yeah, and she's also like spreading bad misinformation about vaccines yeah, a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah, I'm, she's a, she's a character. If I have to pick Nikki or Cardi, I'm a Cardi girl. Sorry. I mean, we can all exist as women in the rap game, but didn't Cardi just post like off to do community service? Don't don't commit crimes, people. I don't know, but I love her. And I love that her and Om said have a happy meal. Not a happy meal, a McDonald's meal. A, a McDonald's and that commercial. they're always like breaking up, but now they're in the commercial together being like our meal. I like I feel like they're just gonna be one of those couples that they're always on and off because they're probably both very Yeah, it's always like oh offset cheats on Cardi and then Yeah. They have another baby together. Like Right. It's like whatever. 
um, I thought Nikki's questions were good. She really like gave them the tea, but she's yeah. just kind of nuts. And I'm like, Nikki, she like, hey, I don't think she liked Candace at all. Anytime Candace Nikki would talk, was very... she'd be like, don't interrupt me, candy pants. Nikki was very like an audience member. Like, do you realize how you come off on the show? Like, and like she was like, Ashley, you had no storyline this season. And she kept saying it. And she was like, well, Nikki, I think. And it was just funny. She was just like, no. And then, yeah, she made Candace sing. And that was the whole thing. It was stupid. It's so yeah. funny that like celebrities watch these shows and like they talk about in this this season reunion like michelle obama is watching girls like let's be good like because michelle obama said she watched potomac like oh my god it's so, and the girls it's so saying, funny like, i remember when it was first coming out we were all like potomac potomac like what is this and we didn't know how to say it um no we knew how to say the word potomac like I washington sailed the potomac during the revolutionary war i don't know that i my only washington is christopher jackson but um yeah, but now it's just like second nature. We're like, oh yeah, we all know where Potomac is and what it is. And then, oh, Mia opened season seven and is like, I bought a house in Potomac, y'all. And it's like, was she not living there already? And now is she moving there for the show? And what if she gets fired? Then you just live there? Well, oh, she's renting live. She's renting a house, so. But um, yeah, I, like like Ashley lives in D.C. Like a lot of them, you know, don't live in Potomac. Right, but, which like, is very close enough. So. In the um, DMV, which I didn't know. Might get cut off, told so. me. Yeah. Um, DC, Maryland, Virginia. What do you mean in the DMV? It's called the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia, because they're all like so close okay. to each other. Even though they're two separate states and a district. Yeah. Um, the last thing I wanted to say about the season six Real Housewives of Potomac reunion is Andy Cohen has one small hair at the back of his head <laughs> dicking out. And whenever he turns to like his right, I think. You can just see it. It's like his back widow's peak. I have it in the same spot. And it's just sticking out the entire time. And it drove me nuts. And the fact that no one said was like, Andy, because even during it, they show Wendy being like, oh, Ashley, pat's on the back of your hair. Right. Like, looking kind of nutty. Like no one told him. Or if I'm Andy Cohen, I would pay to have it edited out. It was so distracting to me. And it was there for so long. I'm like, why is no one telling him about this one piece of hair that is just sticking straight out and looks crazy? He might not have noticed. Oh my God. When you watch it, you can see it. Like, I don't know how they didn't see it. It's like so there. And I just can't, I literally, if I'm Andy Cohen, I would, I mean, he's, he's real. He's Andy. He doesn't care. I'm sure. But I would have been like, can you CGI that one hair out? It's driving me fucking crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, the fact that no one in that room or his life was like, yo dude, just well, no no one else, I guess was straight on him. Like the audiences, you know? Yeah. On my my big TV. Yeah. (laughs) Watching. Anyway, so I'm in season seven. Uh, I'm excited to be done soon because I'm like, I started watching Glow at the gym. Oh. So I want to kind of keep watching that. Although, yeah, you'll like it. The first few episodes, I'm kind of like, let's pick this up. Although Mark Marin, now he's in my life. Terry Gross in your because life. of Glow. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just funny that in Betty Gilpin's book a lot, she talks about like, she was torn between like, is she hot or is she not in Hollywood? And then in this show, she's like the the beauty of the, right. the show. And she looks great. And looks her great. hair is phenomenal. Talk about hair. Great hair. Great 80s hair. I love all the 80s music. I've been yeah. listening to Warrior by Patti Smith, uh, except that's in the first episode, like on repeat because of it. Um, But anyway, ex- anything about season seven? Are we done with the reunions now, Potomac? Or is there one more? One for more. season seven for the current season. One more. And you're up to date? Yes, it was um, Sunday night. And um, all I know is Bowen Yang, his team Wendy and Candace and no one else. I mean, it's interesting. They have like a, you know, the more you know conversation about colorism and like Mm. Andy like steps away and like they, you know, talk about it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And um, it's so funny that Wendy does this show. I mean, do you do whatever you want, make your money. But like, she's obviously so intelligent and very right. yes, uh, abreast of what's going on in the world. And then it's just funny. And then she'll be like, Brought well, down. fuck you, Mia. Don't look at my titties. And I'm like, Wendy, I mean, right. whatever. I shouldn't hold her in a higher standard than the other ladies. And I like Zen Wen. But um, it's just funny that she's on the show and she's so like intelligent and accomplished. Um, Mia's like best friend comes as a friend of. Jacqueline, I just Jacqueline. met her. And- it gets wild. So this next episode of the union is going to be like all their accusations against each other. Accusations. Oh, so like they're not friends anymore? No. Even though at the start of the season, Mia was like, if I die, you'll take care of my kids. Yes. Or Jacqueline offered that, I guess. Okay. We were rudely interrupted by a FaceTime of cute children watching YouTube. 
Um, okay, but yeah, I'll be done with Potomac soon, and then I can watch I next season. It. Did has anyone officially been fired yet? No, but I Mia said like she's not coming back, but I assume she wouldn't anyway because it's. I don't know. She's people alive. What? Because she's one of the dumbest people alive. I yeah, I don't know. She's got a whole <laughs> stuff going on with her the joint chiropractic business. Hmm. Crack my joints, girl. Some of their taglines are so dumb. Like, I think last season's Ashley was like, the only thing messier than two boys is me. And I'm like, okay, Ashley. Yeah. And Candace's forever ago was like, now that I'm married, this sleeping beauty is woke. <laughs> I'm like, girls, y'all, y'all are crazy. They're always so dumb. So okay. That is Potomac. We're going to continue talking about it. <laughs> yes um okay give me your new york post baby it's it's really sad they're all (laughs) it's really sad i almost didn't want to do it but you could do another one do march 2nd blake anderson's birthday from work no it's it's like the same story okay so march 1st 2013 yes march 1st 2013 okay i said the marissa no the marissa new york post cover from march 1st 2013 School crossing guard Flavia Ryman didn't show up for work yesterday, but blatantly lied and said she was merely taking a bathroom break after six-year-old Anyar Durasuba, sorry, was fatally struck by a tractor trailer as he crossed oh. the East Harlem street she had left unattended, police sources said. I don't want to do this. <laughs> okay, so we'll, I'll find another one. So you could just... Cro- crossing guard crossed. Double cross. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. I don't want to talk about children being killed. New York no. Post. All right. Next. Okay. Um, My superlative cue for you is related to President's Day, which was somewhat recently. I know who your favorite president is, and they are somewhat controversial. So can you explain in a minute or two why Andrew Jackson is your favorite U.S. president? Andrew Jackson is my favorite U.S. president because when I was in high school, I read a book about his wife who died like right after he was elected. And he was born in like the backwoods of Tennessee, couldn't read or write and became the president, which is amazing. He was um, a uh, very good soldier. He um, was in the uh, Battle of New Orleans. He... um, that's how he like became prominent in politics because of how good of a soldier and he crushed at duels never lost a duel was involved in so many duels anyway he met his wife who was then married but her husband was horrible and beat her and terrible and she wanted to leave her husband to marry andrew jackson and her husband said yes we legally got a divorce legally got a divorce and you could go marry andrew jackson and she did Turns out that didn't happen. So she was married to two men at the same time. And when Andrew Jackson was running for president, there was all these stories and accusations that he was an adulterer. She was an adulterer because she was previously married. And that upset her so much that it like caused her to die. Like she had so much stress and um, anxiety. Yeah. So what was her name? Rachel. Rachel Jackson. Yes. So you can name a future child Rachel if you wanted to. I could. Because uh, only naming her children after first ladies and presidents. Yeah. No, the boy's not after presidents, no. Okay. That doesn't matter. Um, And Andrew Jackson created, like, the bank, you know, led on to what um, Alexander Hamilton did and created a system of credit and um, organized this so that we all can, you know, pay taxes and loan money and oh thanks a lot i love paying taxes yes um he did have something to do with the trail of tears so something that's that's (laughs) why people don't really like him yeah because he's racist and he made people leave land that was rightfully theirs i mean who's to say you love thomas jefferson and he not was anymore the worst slaveholding president i ever. liked him when i was in high school and all i knew about him was that he made like the more liberal party but then when i learned about how horrible he was and had slaves and treated them horribly I, he's no longer my favorite president so anyway it's just that he obtained such high stature and was so caring to his wife and he was from the backwoods of tennessee and couldn't read or write and um that's why i so he's still your favorite 
Yes. More than the Roosevelt or Barack? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. hate Native Americans? No. I'm just kidding. Um, s- yeah, he did some bad things. I'm not saying he didn't. I mean, every president has. Every president has. Um, something I wanted to ask you about current events was um, on This Is Important, my favorite podcast, the Workaholics podcast, they were making a joke about how Kamala's pulling the strings for Joe, even though they are joking because they know nothing about politics and they don't care. And I was thinking that it's almost 2024 where we'd have our next presidential election. Yeah. When do I pick, like, who do I vote for in the Democratic primary? So, like, um, I thought that would have happened already. No. So Super Tuesday, which is February next year, will be the Democratic primary. And we should know then, you know, who's the lead. We didn't really know last year. I mean, last election, because it took a while for Biden to really come out as the front runner. Yeah. Who did I vote uh, for? Liz? I voted for Buttigieg in the primary and like I early voted the day of Super Tuesday. He backed out. So it was like stupid. I think I voted. Was Elizabeth Warren up? Yeah, Yeah, you voted voted for for Warren in the primary. Come at me, all our uncles. (laughs) So um, so Super Tuesday will be a very big, important day for primaries. But I mean, Biden is going to be the nominee for the Democrats. So that doesn't really matter. You think so? Yes. You think he'll run again? Yes. Okay. But, you know, we'll find out Republicans more. But you won't officially, officially, officially find out who is the Democrat and the Republican nominee until the conventions, which is in the summer, like June, July. Okay. I was like, I feel like we should be gearing up more. Like, I know, what was the election we had recently? What's the question? (laughs) What was the most recent, like? Democratic election that we there was a one this past November we got a new governor in yeah. the state in the Commonwealth. Oh, okay, but it wasn't uh, anything from president. No, the last maybe I'm election was personal. <laughs> no, I know was, when the last presidential election was. I just thought, did I vote for Democratic candidates in some sort of primary? But I guess not. Yeah, you might have if your is your if your Revere rep, Catherine. Oh, Clark, we did have a special election because our elected official of Revere or like mayor had to back down for health reasons. Yeah. So, and then I don't even know who won, but I voted. We're having a special election too, because our mayor is now the Lieutenant governor. So we're going to have a special election soon for mayor. Cheers to you, Lieutenant Colonel. Oh, you know, it's funny. I was listening to an old episode of Las Culturesis and they were talking about uh, the cursed child, Harry Potter and the cursed child, which was a JK Rowling bitch. Um, play that she wrote with other people that was on Broadway and the West End. And I guess there's a character they talk about Moaning Myrtle in that book and they said her real name they find out is Elizabeth Warren something. Yeah. And they were all like dying laughing. This was like in 2016 when they recorded stuff. So they were like, so her name is like Elizabeth Warren and like J.K. Rowling probably didn't know who Elizabeth Warren was at the time but it was just funny that that was like the character's name. Like they were like finally revealing Moaning Myrtle's first and last name. It was like Myrtle Elizabeth Warren was like her name. So that's really weird. So stupid. Um, what did I just want to say about that? But I forget anyway. Uh, current events: Cursed Child, Harry Potter, Old Lost Culturistas. I don't know. Um. Okay, so those are there any other current events you want to make me aware of? No, I was thinking like I have not because since I've been under the weather, I. Like, just been going to bed very early and not been keeping up with anything. I love going to bed very early. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess that leads us into Kevin Bacon, Six Degrees. Yeah. Your person is Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks, who just directed Cocaine Bear. Yeah, she was on Conan's podcast, hence why she was on my mind. She's delightful. She's delightful. I could try to do a freestyle right I mean, about her right now. She's in Four Year Old Virgin with Steve Carell, who was in Crazy to Beloved Kim Bacon. So yes, I was wondering if you'd get it that quickly. But there, you know, she's been in things with so many people now that it's like she's also been in, um, you know, things with Paul Rudd, who is in Picture Perfect, Jennifer Aniston, Object of My Affection. Yeah, and then Jennifer Aniston's in Picture Perfect with Kim Bacon, but Steve Carell, Four Year Old Virgin, is closer. Do you know who's also in the object of my affection? Who should we should add to the list of our movies? I've never seen it, so can we ah. add to the list of our movies? Ah, so Isn't good. it like super problematic and fucked up? I mean, what isn't? 
Andrew Jackson, Andrew Jackson. <laughs> No, who else is in it? Jenny. Uh, our girl. I was um thinking about I, Tanya the other day, and I was just like, oh, Janny, you're the best. Where's your Lifetime Achievement Award, girl? Well, she'll need one. She got an Oscar. For that? Yeah. For I, Tanya? Um, what did I just want to ask you about? Uh, how do you feel about Gene Smart? Fine. I yeah. tried to get into Hex and I didn't. You got to watch it on the treadmill. Because um, I did the same thing. Now, now on she's on two. my COVID commercials to get the COVID vaccine because she has diabetes. Yes. And which I didn't know. I didn't know either. And Pink has asthma. I know. And Michael well, Phelps Pink- has depression and Questlove struggles with his weight. I see so, that commercial all the time on Pink. I see it all the time. I mean, it's a good commercial. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I got the pneumonia vaccine yesterday, and my arm hurts so badly. I well, could good like for you that you got it. Barely lift it. Well, she was like, "Technically, you're eligible because quote you technically have asthma. Do you want to get it?" And I was like, "Yeah, why not? These kids are gonna bring home pneumonia pretty soon, I'm sure, and get me sick, and hopefully they'll be fine." Oh, so listeners, don't fact check me on Andrew Jackson in the bank because I know he vetoed it. <laughs> Like once or twice, I know he was primarily against it, but he has a longstanding history with the Bank of the United States. So don't come at me for my presidential facts. I'm not I'm an expert. Sh- sure, most people listening don't know as much about Andrew Jackson as you do. And I love that all of that was through the lens of his wife and a book you read about his wife. So it sounds like she's your favorite first lady and it's not actually she about died the president. before he was inaugurated. Did he ever get married again? No. You think he had some some people on the side? I don't know. But he also in his White House had um, a huge block of cheese. And it was when he would have days where people would come to the White House. Anyone in the world could come to the White House and talk about their problems on those days. And he would feed them some cheese. How long was that cheese sitting there? Uh, all day. Did he have any dogs? Who was the first person to bring a dog to the White House? I don't know. Probably all of them. That's a fun fact we should look up. Yeah. I have to give my dog Trazodone for the first time today. Because the vet asked that he be drugged before I bring him in. <laughs> God be with you. How was that administered? It's a pill. He's very good at taking pills. I just put it in peanut butter and he licks it off my little fingies. But we'll see how if we... I bet it just makes him stronger. It's supposed to make him like fall asleep or be tired. He'll, he'll probably just like... It'll be like superhuman fart. strength. Oh my God. You know what I never realized from Glow that I learned from Glow is that, you know, he's Hulk Hogan, the wrestler, and they call him the Incredible Hulk hogan like yeah. the incredible hulk <laughs> never put that together that he's hulk hogan after the hulk the green monster lou ferrigna mark ruffalo yeah okay well this is another episode of good 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 not great like review subscribe uh kelsey Ballerini, watch our instagram stories we'll see next week if ryan makes it to snl yeah, and uh, sorry, no more Jennifer Coolidge again. She looked good at the SAGs. I liked her headband. Did she win? I think she did. She did, and our sister said they need to cut her speeches for time. Which yeah, I, I liked agree. her headband. It was good. Yeah. White Lotus, baby. Mike White wasn't in the picture of the group cast. Was he not there? Um, Maybe not. I'll have to investigate. Till next time. Till next time. See you then. See you then. <laughs>